You are listening to the YLM Sermon of the Week podcast with Apostle Willie Tolbert. Be blessed and refreshed by this relevant word from the Lord. God bless you, woman. God bless you, woman of God. Thank you so much for that wonderful introduction. And what a mighty God we serve. Angels bow before him, heaven and earth adore him. What a mighty God we serve. My God, we lift the lift up our hands and tell the Lord, thank you, my God. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Oh my God, call a neighbor, call a friend. Let them know that Yes Lord Ministries is now on the air. We greet each and every one of you in the precious name of Jesus. We give honor to God who's the head of our life, to his son, Jesus Christ, to the precious Holy Spirit. We thank God for the great woman of God, uh, Apostle Mamie Tarber. Thank God for lead pastor, Pastor Stephen Tarber, all of our ministers, our pastors. Amen. Those of you that are visiting us for the first time, we greet you in the precious name of Jesus. Our God is an awesome God. Amen. I'm excited because God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Let's get ready to go into the word of God. Amen. We're so excited to have you here with us. Amen. At this time. Amen. Let's get our Bibles, if you would, and go to the book of Mark. The book of Mark, chapter 8. The book of Mark, chapter 8. want to look at verses 22 through 26. The book of Mark, chapter 8, verses 22 through 26. I'll be reading out of the King James Version, so just in case you have a different translation, at least you know we're on the same block. And it reads like this in my Bible, and he cometh to Bethsaida, and they bring a blind man unto him and besought him to touch him. Verse 23, and he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the town. And when he had spit on his eyes and put his hands upon him, he asked him if he saw anything. The word ought is there. Verse 24, and he looked up and said, I see men as trees walking. And verse 25, and after that, he put his hands again upon his eyes and he made him look up and he was restored and saw every man clearly. And verse 26, and he sent him away to his house saying, neither go into the town nor tell any in the town. Amen. I want to go back, amen, to verse 24. And he looked up and said, I see men as trees walking. But verse 25 says, and after that, he put his hands upon his eyes and made him look up and he was restored. Amen. And saw every man clearly. I want to touch and agree with me on these several things. Zuther, by reading his written word, hearing the spoken word, and receiving the raiment word, we should now begin to experience the manifested word and enjoy the fruits, prosperity, the success, the victory, the protection of his word in Jesus' name. Would you lift your hands before the Lord and say, Lord Jesus, as his servant has decreed and declared, be it so in Jesus' name. Give him a praise because he's going to do just that. Amen. Amen. And I want to talk with you in the time that's allotted to me from this subject, 
How do you see your future? How do you see your future? Amen. Praise God. So as we look at this lesson, I want to paint a picture for you regarding this lesson, because in the previous verses, there were miracles that Jesus were working out, such as the feeding of the multitude and, and how the disciples, their faith was being increased as they were faced with a dilemma. I don't know what you may be dealing with, but I'm here to encourage you to let you know that as I stated earlier, that the God that we serve is the God of yesterday, today, and forevermore. And you want to understand he is yet working miracles. My God, you believe that? Put in the comment section there, somebody say, God is working miracles. And so we find here that in, in the, uh, even comparing to Matthew chapter 16, verses 9 and 10, that Jesus, he marked in the book of Mark here, he gives an exact form, no doubt, a conversation here, slightly formed. Uh, in other words, he says, do you remember what I did before? Because why? He wanted the, the disciples to realize that they finally understood it. But they sometimes we take it for granted when we get the word on a regular and, you know, in this potent word and it's a word that's sound. Sometimes we, oh, yeah, I heard that before. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're saying it again. You know, but we got to understand that God's word never changes. Can I say that one more time? God's word never changes. And here, this lesson is designed to help us understand why and how we should make certain to have proper perspective regarding the purpose, plan, and destiny that God has orchestrated for our lives. Can I talk to you tonight to let you know that God has greatness in store for you? When he made you, he made you to be great. Oh my God, are you ready? God made you to be great. So in this lesson, in verse 22, we find out that they come back to the place called Bethsaida. Now, research says that this is not the Bethsaida in which Peter, Andrew, and Philip have formerly resided in Matthew chapter 11, verse 21, but another Bethsaida afterwards called Julius, which was situated on the east bank of the Jordan. Now, this is evident that the fact that the company of Jesus had crossed from the west to the northeast side of the lake and approaching, as we look at verses 10 and 13, when we compare it to Matthew chapter 10, verse 40, uh, verse uh, 25. And so here, what we want to understand that Jesus, first of all, this is so cool. The man had some friends that were so concerned about him. They said, look, we this man needs healing. This man needs to, his sight. This man needs a miracle. This is what God is looking for. He's looking for folk, individuals like us, all of us, to say, I know somebody that need Jesus. I know somebody that need to be saved. I know somebody that need to be healed. I know someone that need to be delivered. We need to have that burden so much so that we be so determined Oh my God, I feel a breakthrough for somebody. Be so determined that we will bring somebody to Jesus. My God, I'm feeling the move of the Holy Ghost. Amen. And so here they brought him to Jesus and they had a reason. So here uh, the, the scripture let us know that um, as Jesus was bringing this man, as they brought the man rather to him, Jesus leads him out of town. This is, this is amazing. 
Jesus took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the town. And when he had spit on his eyes, he put his hands upon him and asked him, what do you see? Now, this is very important to us because one is how come, and even though we know the power that Jesus had, we realize that he could have just spoke a word, could have laid hands on the man right there. But sometimes, my, my, my God, thank you, Jesus. Sometimes you have to leave the atmosphere of doubt and get to a place where you can feel the faith of God, get a move of God. Oh, God, get under an anointing that destroys yoke. Am I talking to anybody here? So the scripture says he led the man through the town and he spit on his eyes. And again, act, the act of spitting precedes the act of healing. So there was some steps in the miracle of his that he was about to experience. And sometimes, I don't know who I'm talking to that this is relevant for, sometimes when we're asking God for something, God will have a process on how he's going to perform what he's going to do. My God, it could be a healing. It could be a financial situation. It could be a relationship. Whatever it is that you need, I want you to just trust God in the process. My God, my God. And so here we say, but now he spits on the man's eyes, the part which is to be cured. The man's eyes were probably sore, suggesting the application of saliva for its known power to soften and soothe the part thus affected. But this is so amazing. When after he spat on the man's eyes, it, he asked him a question. What do you see? My God, my God. He said, what do you see? Now, here's what's so amazing. He said, I see men as trees. Are you with me? He said, I see men as trees walking. My God, my God. But that was not the perspective that Jesus wanted this man to have because Jesus adopted his method of cure to give a variety of manifestations of his power by showing that he could heal in part and by progressive steps, as well as by more usual method of affecting a perfect cure at one word, be healed, my God, like he did at the gate of Nain when the, 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 the young man was in the in the corpse already, in the in the brill, in the casket already, he touched him in the man, young man rose. My God, the woman that touched the hem of Jesus' garment, she was made whole immediately. My God, my God. But this cure was not less miraculous than the others, but rather more so because why? Jesus was working of two miracles and each manifesting, affecting instantaneously all that was intended by it. Now, here's another key thing, that when they brought him there, he asked him, said, what do you see? He said, I see men as trees. But Jesus said, I can't let you leave like this. Mm, my God, my God. He said, I cannot let you leave like this. I don't know who I'm talking to that this is relevant for, but I want you to be encouraged. Don't be encouraged, uh, discouraged rather, because you thought you prayed and didn't get an answer. You went to church and asked for prayer and didn't get the response that you thought. I'm here to tell you that God is working on your 
behalf. My God, my God, my. Can we just take a moment, lift up our hands, and tell the Lord, thank you. Woo, my God. And so here we find, because in Mark chapter 7, verse 33, it has always been evident that false miracles have been wrought without reason or necessity and without any obvious advantage, and they have thereby been detected. On the contrary, true miracles have always been vindicated themselves by their obvious utility and importance, nothing or ever being affected by them that could be performed by natural means. In other words, that whenever it is a God-ordained miracle, no one can deny the fact that it was God. They couldn't say it was the medication. They couldn't say it was no other uh, means. But I'm here to tell you that our God is working a miracle. My God, my God. Woo, my God. So when the man said, I see men as trees, his sight was so imperfect that he could not distinguish between men and trees only by the motion of the former. I don't know who I, I need, I'm talking to right now that is relevant for, but I want you to understand that we're living in a day and an hour right now where there are so many false prophets, there's so many soothsayers, there's so many that are operating under the spirit of witchcraft, but I'm here to tell you that as you go before the Lord and you're asking God for miracles, you're asking God for answered prayer, also include God, sharpen my discernment. Help me discern from that which is you and that which is of the devil and that which is of myself because sometimes we get in our own way. Am I talking to anybody here? And I want you to know, my God, that when God said, you know, Jesus said this. And so here Jesus says, oh, I got to touch you again. I got to touch you again. Some of us just need another touch. Mm -hmm. Some of us just need another touch. And so here the Bible says that when he touched them, Woo, my God, when he touched, woo, my God. Somebody need to put in the comments, God is going to touch me. Yes, Lord, thank you, Jesus. When he touched it, he said, now, what do you say? He said, I see men as they are. Woo, my God, my God. It's important for us that as we are discerning the move of God, that we recognize it only could have been God. There was nobody else that deserved credit. It's not about me. It's not about the elders. It's not about the apostles. It's not about the prophets, but it's about God. God, we want you to get the glory and the honor out of our lives. God is not looking to use us that we act like we are all of that in a bag of chips. We walk around like a pomp and circumstances. No. We need to give glory to God because it is God who gives gifts, for gifts don't come from the east, the south, or the west, but they come from above. The one who made us, the one who created us. Matter of fact, do you not know that when God created you, he already instilled inside of you the gifts, oh my God, and the graces that you are to operate in your life, my God. And so here, this is so key for us to understand this lesson that as Jesus led him 
out of the town. All right. Can, can I remember I said earlier that he had to put him in an environment where his faith could be increased. So he led him out of town. Watch this now. But the following verses says this. And he sent him away to his house saying this. Don't go back to that town. Neither tell it to anyone in that town. Do you not know that if you go around doubters, if you go around people who do not believe in the move of God, if you go, even if you go to a church that do not believe in miracles, do not believe in healing, think that everybody's just supposed to accept it. You need to understand that they will try to uh, 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 cause you to doubt your faith. They will try to submerge you back in the old religion. They want to have you just go back in fear. They want you to doubt the word of God, but the devil is a liar. I'm here to encourage you to let you know that God is yet a God of miracles. My God, my God, I feel like running right now. My God. So he says, don't go back to the town. My God, because God, he wanted that man to go home, go another way, go home, heal, go home, deliver, go home, but his faith increase. Because why? The gifts that you have, the ministry that you have, the, the calling that is upon your life, God says he want this is your season. I don't know who I'm talking to that this is relevant for, but somebody ought to get ready to shout the glory to God. The calling that's upon your life, it's now time for it to ignite and to manifest because there are souls that God wants you to reach. There are souls that God has ordained for you to minister to. There are people that need to hear the voice of God speaking through you. They need to experience the anointing of God that is upon your life. And you got to be willing to say, yes, Lord, yes to your will, yes to your way, yes to your word. God, I surrender my all to you. Use me for your glory. My God, how do you see your future? My God, your future is not about you remaining broke, busted, and disgusted. No, God wants you to be blessed because you are too blessed to be stressed. And so he led the man out the village. He told him, said, look, I want you to go another way. Don't go back there. Don't go back there because they will have you doubting your miracle. And you, when God performs a miracle, this is another thing that's so key. When God performs a miracle, watch what comes out of your mouth. You can't say, I don't believe it. Oh, my God, I didn't deserve this. If you didn't deserve it, he wouldn't have done it. How often have God done things for us that we really didn't deserve it? But listen, you got to watch what comes out of your mouth. That's why it's so important to do spiritual development, personal development. You, you hear what I'm saying? Get in the word of God. Build your faith. And the scripture says, build ourselves up in our most holy faith. We need to pray in our heavenly language. We need to go before God. We need to spend quality time with God. Say, God, I want you to move in my life at another dynamic and another level, God. I want you to increase your word in my life. Reveal your word the more. Give me greater understanding. Give me revelation of your word, God. 
oh God, give me sound understanding, God, of your word, God, in the name of Jesus. The Bible says that if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God who giveth liberally and upbraideth not. We need a move of God. We need the word of God like never before. Thank God for social media, but don't let social media be your only means of receiving from God. My God, that's why it's so important to be connected to a Bible teaching church where you can grow and mature in the things of God. Our God is real. My God, my God. And so here, as he was leading them, he did not cause his man's friends to lead him back there. No, 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 no. He took them himself and led them out. And sometimes, you know, who's leading you? That Oh, my God, right there, right there, right there. Who's leading you? Need to pause right there. Who's leading you? I want you to understand that when Jesus leads you, it makes a difference in your life. My God, it makes a difference in your life because it should be to the patient according to his faith. And perhaps this man's faith was very weak at first, but afterward gathered strength. Accordingly, he was cured. My God, not that Christ always went by this rule, but thus he would sometimes put a rebuke upon those who came to him doubting. Christ will show how and what method those are healed by grace, his grace, who by nature are spiritually blind at first, but their knowledge is confused. They see men as trees walking, but the light of the morning, it shines more and more to the perfect day. Then they see all things clearly, like Proverbs 4, 18, but the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. Let us inquire if we ought of these things, which faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. The directions Christ gave the man he had cured, not to tell it to any town in the Bethsaida, nor much as to go into the town, where probably there was some expecting him to come back who had seen Christ lead him out of town. What happened? What happened? What happened? But having been eyewitnesses of so many miracles, had not so much as the curiosity to follow him, let not those be gratified with the sight of him when he was cured, who would not show as much respect to Christ as to go step out of town. My God, my God. If they didn't want to follow you as you were going towards Jesus, well, listen, it's on them. It's on them. All you can do is let your light shine before men. They may see the good works of the Father and glorify the Father which is in heaven. I'm telling you that God is going to use you to be a blessing to a lot of people. I want you to be encouraged to know that how do you see your future? future? Your future is bright. Your future my God, God got an awesome plan. Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, I know the plans that I have for you. They are good and not evil. It has an expected end. Oh, God is not going to have you going around in circles. My God, my God, God has a plan for your life. It, 
I don't care what it looks like right now. But God wants you to look up. He's first, notice what he's saying when he took the man. He said, what do you see? Look up. What do you see? He said, I see men as trees walking. No, 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 no. That's a false religion. Woo! And that's what the devil wants us to see. He don't want us to see the potency of our God. He wants to see charlatans. He wants us to see false prophets. He wants us to see um, those that are doing witchcraft and voodoo and hoodoo. But the devil is a liar. There is a power that no power of darkness can match. I tell you, in the name of Jesus, even during the time of Moses and Aaron, when they cast down the rod and they turned to a snake's, and, and, and but Aaron's rod, when it touches it, it consumed all of them. My God, listen, God is not going to let everyone be bewitched, He's not going to let them be deceived and bamboozled. No, 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 that's why we need discernment, that's why we need to enhance our walk with God. So, God, show me what's you. Show me, Moses said, God, I don't want to be where your glory cloud ain't. And listen. This hour that we're living in, this season, this time, Jesus is soon to come. We need to be real like never before. God, I need to be real. Help me to be real. God, forgive me for any area in my life that is not pleasing to your sight. I want to be authentic. Are you hearing me? Oh, my God, I feel a breakthrough for somebody. God wants you to be real. I never forget, we used to sing this song and my mother was good for this song. Yeah. She would say, let it be real, real, real. Let it be real, real, real. Everything you do for Jesus, let it be real. I mean, she was just sitting in that corner singing that song and everybody would just join in that song. Because why? We want God to use us for real. God is real. Why can't we be real? So how do you see your future? I pray that you were encouraged today. I pray that this word ministered to you. You need to share this message with somebody else. Let them know that God has a purpose, plan, and destiny for their life. God, oh my God, there is greatness for you. I'm telling you, I just decree, I prophesy to you today to let you know that God is going to do something amazing in your life. Yes, somebody may have brought that man, but who are you going to bring to Jesus this week? My God, who are you going to share the love of Jesus on your job, in your school, in your neighborhood, in your family? My God, my God, but I prophesy to you this week that God is going to do something major. And as God is doing those miracles, as God is honoring his word in your life, I want you to go to our Facebook Builders Huddle. Oh, my God, you could put your praise report there. Let the people of God know that God worked a miracle for you. And while you're there, take a moment to read some of the other praise reports that are there, that they are there for your faith builders huddle. My God, it, we need the word of God. We need to know that God is yet working miracles, signs, and wonders. My God, how do you see your future? Amen. I pray that you encourage, but before we go, we want to pray with those who said, I need Jesus in my life. We don't ever want to have a service. We don't ever want to have a time of sharing the word of God that we don't extend an opportunity for you to receive Jesus. 
So those of you that says, I need Jesus into my life, and perhaps at one time you walked with Jesus, you was in church, something happened, life happened, whatever, don't blame nobody. Just come on back. Just come on back. Just come on back to God. Oh, my God. But we want to pray with you. And I'm asking every believer that's on here right now, I want you to join us as we pray in this prayer. Amen. A prayer of salvation. You know, I know there's so much time. Well, they have these people go through these words. And is it really doing anything? The work is not responsibility to us. It's our responsibility to make the opportunity available. And it's up for the individual to receive Jesus as their own personal savior. They can't borrow their mama's religion. They can't borrow their granddaddy's faith. They have to have their own relationship with Jesus. So, and the work is up to God. It's, it's him. We can't save people. We can lead them to Jesus, but the salvation is in God alone. God, he lets us know this. Jesus said in John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but shall have what? Everlasting life by God. So let's join in with me in this prayer. Lord Jesus, we thank you for encouraging us through your word. I ask you, Jesus, to come into my heart and to forgive me of every one of my sins. Cleanse me, Jesus. Wash me. Make me whole. I want to have the assurance that I can always be with you and you will always be with me. I believe in my heart. I confess with my mouth that right now I am saved. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. My God, you prayed that prayer. We want to thank God for you. Amen. Because do you not know that is one of the greatest miracles you could ever receive is the miracle of salvation. You can't buy it. You can't pay for it. All you can do is surrender your life in exchange for Christ's life. My God, that is awesome, isn't it? But the next step. You need to be connected to a Bible teaching church. And the good news is you could become a part of Yes Lord Ministries. Let our ministry know that you like information on how to become a part of our local church or our virtual church. Amen. That's right. That's right. We have Yes Lord Ministries virtually. We have people from Florida, from Georgia, from North Carolina, all over that are part of Yes Lord Ministries. Listen, you're welcome. Amen. But I want you to understand that Yes Lord Ministries is a Bible teaching church. We're going to teach you the word of God. We want to encourage you to activate the gifts of God that's in your life. Amen. And there is work to do. That's right. You can work right where you are. Amen. Share the love of Jesus right where you are. Amen. God is so amazing. Isn't he? Oh, my God. So we want to celebrate with you. Let them know that on today, I gave my life to Jesus. You can send a Email to events at ylmconnect.org, events at ylmconnect.org, or right there on Facebook or YouTube. You can reach out to us, amen, to let us know. Or better yet, download our mobile app. That's right, Yes Lord Ministries. We have a mobile app. You can download our mobile app, 
and let us know that you gave your life to Jesus. Oh my God, it's a wonderful thing. We want to get some resources into your hand, information that will help you with your walk with God. How? Do you see your future? My God, my God. You know, I just want to praise God. I just want to give him glory because why? God has a great future in store for you. Oh, let me say this. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You don't have to go to no palm reader. You don't have to go to no psychic. You don't have to look in the newspaper online to see what your sign is. Your sign is Christianity. Oh, my God, we need to look to the hills from which come of our help, for all of our help coming from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. That's right. You don't need no false religion. No, you need the real thing. Jesus is real. Amen. We love you. Thank God for you. Again, share this word with somebody else that they, too, may be encouraged. Follow us. Amen. Follow us. Amen. Yes, Lord, ministers, we're non-denominational, full gospel, Bible-believing church where the word of God comes alive. We love you. Amen. Minister Gardner, come on back. Amen. We thank God. Partner with YLM financially using the following methods. The YLM mobile app. Text gift to 1-844-948-3895. Cash app dollar sign Yes Lord M. On Givelify, search for Yes Lord Ministries in Kimmelworth, New Jersey. Our website, visit www.ylmconnect.org and click donate. Mail checks and money orders to Yes Lord Ministries, Post Office Box 425 Union, New Jersey 07083. Download the YLM mobile app and stay connected with our ministry 24-7. On behalf of our lead pastor Steve Tolbert, our senior leaders Apostle Willie Tolbert and Apostle Mamie S. Tolbert and the Yes Lord Ministries Church family, thank you for joining us and welcome home.